my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! Hey friends, welcome to episode 360 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. I wish I could say this was a well-rounded episode, but but um, it is uh, a wrestling under the influence, and and you know, I I often I feel like more often than not lately, especially, have been talking about just how busy life has become, and just I feel like as the year is getting ready to close out, it's just kind of a a rush to get things done or get, you know, work and uh, family life and and everything else uh, in order. And it's sometimes it just catches up and uh, not able to do the shows that I necessarily maybe want to do and and kind of do shows uh, out of necessity. Um, I will be back next week, though, with a guest in my buddy Chad Smart from the Positive Cynicism Podcasting Network, which is back up and fired up and getting ready to rock and roll again. So be sure to check him out um, as he and uh, his co-host do uh, several fun and interesting podcasts uh, in the world of music. And then, of course, uh, he and his buddy Mike do the Out of Touchstone podcast as well. So check those out and uh, uh, definitely give them a listen. Um, I was at uh, part of my busy week this past week was... um, I am on the committee for the Big Muddy Monster Brew Fest, and I'm also, it is part of my job as well. So it kind of a double dip going on there. And Saturday, this past Saturday, was the Big Muddy Monster Brew Fest. It was back for the first time since COVID. Um, so lots of uh, building up and prepping and marketing and all that kind of good stuff went into preparing for the, the festival. Um, and I was so kind of deeply involved in everything that I was not able to make it to uh, this past week's Stride Pro Wrestling event. So Stride was back and in full force at uh, the Carterville building, um, but unfortunately I was not able to make it to the show, but I hear that it uh, was greatly attended and uh, it was a good time. The fans were out in full force and, you know, of course, the men and women at the Stride Pro Wrestling uh, building pulled out all the stops and put on a great show. Nikki Driftwood, who was the guest last week here on the podcast, it was her last show, last match, retirement match. So be sure to uh, check out Stride on social media. Strideprowrestling.com will take you to all the places that you need to get to with that. And of course, uh, coming up in November, and I'm not sure, I don't have the date yet for the November shows, but Uh, There may be a couple of shows going on in November, including a fundraiser, but I do know that uh, we're moving forward with the My123 Cent Stride Pro Wrestling action figure toy drive. So if you are listening to this and you don't live in the area and want to donate to the toy drive, reach out to me, let me know, Uh, hit me up on social media and send me a message. 
Like I said in the past, we've had folks from Florida, California, um, other parts of the country have uh, you know shipped figures in and, and been a part of it. And we'll have some prizes and stuff going on as well, uh, like we do every year for, for folks who um, are able to donate and give. And if you uh, aren't able to give to the toy drive, I would encourage you to share the post. It'll I'll start really hitting it hard once we get through uh, October. Um, so on social media, be sure to look for uh, the flyers and the posters and stuff for the upcoming toy drive. And speaking of supporting things uh, with my one two three cents and stride pro wrestling there is of course the pro wrestling tea store pro wrestling slash my one two three cents you can buy stride and my one two three cents t-shirts and a portion of the proceeds actually all the proceeds from those sales go to uh stride pro wrestling and and keeping things uh you know it's it's a little bit but it is a little bit every little bit helps so uh you are supporting stride pro wrestling when you make a purchase there uh as well as collar and elbow brand uh, it is collar elbow brand.com and use code my one two three cents and save 10 percent on your order something else new that i actually literally just signed up for this week is thigh huggers and if you saw my match at rent one park or heard about it or saw pictures from it, I'm wearing a pair of custom thigh huggers, but thigh huggers are, you know, basically man panties or uh, they're just a really comfortable pair of shorts and, and they're shorter, obviously, and, and I, I definitely need to work on my tanning with them, but uh, they have all kinds of, they have Halloween, Christmas, uh, and then all kinds of other off-the-wall kind of goofy designs. And you can also get custom ones, which is what I wore when I wrestled for the company uh, that I work for, Idea Creative Marketing. However, they have an ambassador program, uh, not unlike uh, Collar and Elbow and, and other uh, programs uh, that where you give out a code and then you get a portion of the sales from the thigh hugger. So if you uh, are interested in checking it out, um, you can go onto my social medias and social media sites and see what uh, the sign up process is all about or, or, or purchasing. Uh, but the promo code for that is also my one, two, three cents. And I'll have that in the write up of this week's podcast over on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. So this is a uh, very short, I would say very sweet episode. Um, I apologize if I'm a little too uh, off my game as you're listening to the uh, podcast, the wrestling under the influence portion of the podcast. Um, as you will hear, I am coming to you from the Big Muddy Monster Brewfest as I recorded that. I kind of got a wild hair as I was standing in line and I saw the name of this particular beer that I was about to have. And I'm like, I'll do a quick wrestling under the influence because it was a time saver and I knew I wasn't going to have time to get a guest lined up and, and, and sit down and talk with someone for this week's episode. But as I mentioned, and we'll mention again in the podcast coming up, Chad Smart will be next week's co-host as we are going to be doing a movie mania uh, and filling it in just in time for Halloween and the spooky, scary uh, season that will ensue as well. So if you have ideas, suggestions, let me know. Love to hear from you. Just reach out to me and uh, we'll stick around. After the break, we will have uh, a quick little wrestling under the influence, and then we'll talk again next week for sure. Thanks, friends, and we'll see you soon. 
If you've dreamed of becoming a professional wrestler, it's time to make that dream a reality. The Stride Pro Wrestling Training Academy is now enrolling new students. Classes meet on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. for just $60 per month. Be sure to check out the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page at facebook.com slash stridepro-wrestling and get enrolled now. All right, folks, I am at the Big Muddy Monster Brew Fest. I have actually had a few beers so far, more than a few, but uh, I just got inspired as I'm walking around, uh, checking out the more than 60 different breweries that are on tap. Uh, again, Big Muddy Monster Brew Fest. It's a big event here in Southern Illinois. It's a fundraiser for the Revitalize 62966, and I am proud to be a part of the efforts, the marketing efforts, and uh, on what the committee. Thank you. You rule too. So, uh, yeah, you just heard that. Uh, I, it's a great time, obviously, and I, I'm about three hours into this brew fest, and I decided I found something that finally reminded me of and gave me a wrestling inspiration, and that is, uh, it is called the Elmer IPA from Minglewood Brewery out of Cape Girardeau, Missouri. So if you're local, you know that Cape Girardeau is about an hour from southern Illinois, southeast Missouri uh, area. I went to school in Cape Girardeau, so I have a very big fondness and connection to that region, that part of the country and whatnot. So, uh, And I've been to Minglewood a couple of times, and they really do a good job there. So uh, it's a brewery located on Broadway, uh, just uh, down not too far from the Mississippi River. So... If you ever are in the area, head on over there and, and get yourself a drink and, and some dinner and, and enjoy it. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about, as I drink this, and it, it is an IPA, and you can definitely tell it is an IPA with the uh, scent coming off of this. It's very, uh, kind of has that hoppy, citrusy smell to it. So let's give it a simple, a sample. Okay. Definitely, it has the hops. It is very hoppy. Um, I'm going to say that it's not, uh, you know, I've been one of those, that, and if you've watched or listened to other Wrestling Under the Influence uh, videos or podcasts, you know that I'm not a huge IPA, or I wasn't at one time, a very big IPA fan. However, I will say that this um, is not, it's not too bad. It, it is a little harsher on the hop side, so it, 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 it has a little more of the bitterness to it, but it's not terrible, it's not overwhelming. And unfortunately, because they are just pouring this from the tap and they didn't have any signage up or any information, I don't know what the uh, IPU or the ABV is on this beer, but again, it's not bad. It, it's, it's a little hoppy. I would probably, you know... And honestly, I don't remember now how I was ranking these beers. I would probably put this uh, upper mid card if I were doing this as a match. Um, it's not main event status quite yet for me, but uh, it's definitely not opening contest or curtain jerker or enhancement match for any means. But And I think I'm confusing now the uh, wrestling under the influence ratings with the... Uh, Movie Mania that Chad Smart and I do, which we'll be talking about uh, The Undertaker, Escape from The Undertaker, next week here on the podcast. And again, folks, 
I, I've been drinking all day and this is probably not enjoyable. Maybe it's not enjoyable. I don't know. I'm just doing this because I thought, you know what? I'm here. I need some content. And uh, what better to do content than while uh, drinking a little beverage? So uh, that's what I'm doing. Since this is called the Elmer IPA, I, I've got to talk about the uh, WWE legend, if you will, Uncle Elmer, who, of course, uh, came to the World Wrestling Federation sometime in 1985. And listen, I don't have Wikipedia. I don't have Uncle Elmer's bio pulled up. So this is all coming off my memory and what I remember as a young wrestling fan who really got into wrestling right around the time that the rock and wrestling connection was becoming a thing. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't uh, I don't know much about his career before he was Uncle Elmer, but obviously he had a very distinguished career before that as Plowboy Frazier and Playboy Frazier. And I think he was even Kamala number two when he wrestled in Memphis in the Mid-South area. Um, however, of course, when he came into the WWF, and again, I believe it was mid to late 1985, I can remember... He and Hillbilly Jim and and Cousin Luke and Cousin Junior, uh, the Hillbillies collectively known as, and teaming up and and being together. But then also, you know, Uncle Elmer's big wedding. I believe it was the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I probably am, I think it was the uh, October edition of Saturday Night's main event. So we may be on the 35, 36-year anniversary of the big wedding that went down between Uncle Elmer and his wife. And I, I believe, if, if memory serves me right, that was a shoot wedding. That was an actual nuptial that we were seeing uh, happening on NBC. And, of course, Jesse the Body Ventura making fun of the nuptials. And then Rowdy Rowdy Piper interrupts the uh, reception. And I think it was either Jesse or Piper that ended up going face first into the cake. You know, you can't have a wrestling wedding without some shenanigans and some some stuff going on with it. So... Uh, of course, WrestleMania uh, 2 rolls around in the Los Angeles version of that. Uncle Elmer wrestled adorable Adrian Adonis. And this was back, you know, I was 12 or 13 years old at this time. And I really thought that the Hillbillies were going to be legit and win the tag team titles from Beefcake and Valentine. And I had high hopes for the Hillbillies. I'm not going to lie. And when Uncle Elmer essentially became a jobber, and I know that's probably not the proper term, uh, an enhancement talent. Uh, and was losing to guys like King Kong Bundy and, you know, some of the bigger superstars on the card. And then, of course, losing at WrestleMania 2 to Adrian Adonis. I was a little bit surprised, but then Adrian Adonis got kind of a big push there and, and became, uh, you know, Piper's foe. And it was the catalyst for Rowdy Roddy Piper turning babyface. So it all made sense as it worked itself out. But, you know, at, at the time, I was thinking, you know, Uncle Elmer is really going to do something and, and be an impressive force here in the WWF. And listen, he was, he became a cog in the wheel, a character of sorts. He was part of the process. It was that cartoony, um, you know, it was the sports entertainment, you know, you could watch Crockett, Jim Crockett promotions, which I did. If you wanted that more wrestling edge with Dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA and Ric Flair and Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the four horsemen collectively, but if you wanted that entertainment, which I did as well, and I levitated or gravitated, not levitated, levitating is a whole different thing, but I gravitated more towards the WWF and I enjoyed that presentation. I liked Hibbley Jim and I liked Sergeant Slaughter and I liked Hulk Hogan and Superfly Snooker and the Junkyard Dog and Andre the Giant and the cartoony 
presentation that we got with that. And I know that that's not everybody's cup of tea, or in this case, glass of beer, but it was good for me, and I liked it, and I enjoyed it, and I didn't mind it at all. Um, you know, and then Uncle Elmer, I think, you know, stuck around a little longer, but what isn't long for the WWF world? And I think he probably retired shortly thereafter. I know he had some serious medical issues and eventually we lost Uncle Elmer. But, um, you know, the run that he had to me was entertaining. It was fun. I can remember seeing him in the after magazines and the WWF magazine. You know, he was one, again, a character that kind of stood out in that era of the rock and wrestling connection and was fun. It was that WWF golden era, the cartoon phase, if you will. Not everyone's uh, bag, but for me, it was fun. I hope uh, that this podcast has been fun for you. Thanks for listening. Um, Obviously, the beginning part of this podcast, I was more uh, coherent and sober in my thoughts. But uh, I'm going to wrap things up out here at the Big Muddy Monster Brewfest. Hopefully you can join us next year. Cheers. Thanks for listening and have a great week. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. (laughs) 